sometimes we are taught to believe that our feelings are false. I don't agree with that. Our feelings are real. We need to own them as ours, but they are not the whole truth. They are true, but there is more truth beyond only our feelings. That's what you can get in God's presence. So don't discount your feelings. Believe them as a part of your truth, but then seek God for the rest of the truth. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I am honored to welcome in studio Dr. Carol Peters Tanksley. Dr. Carol, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. It's great to be here, Taylor. It's great to have you on the show. So you are an OBGYN physician, a doctor of ministry, an author, and a speaker. Like that that's just covering all the different realms. Some of my friends like to call me Dr. Doctor. It first Dr. started Doctor. out as a joke, but it kind of stuck. Nice. That that's a cool nickname. I like that. Dr. Doctor. And you're the author of Dr. Carol's Guide to Women's Health and the upcoming book Overcoming Fear and Anxiety Through Spiritual Warfare, which I think are two topics that our audience is really interested in. Well, women's health is something I've been dealing with for 25 years, and that book includes a faith perspective on the topic, but I'm even more excited about this upcoming book. It speaks a lot to my own personal journey of finding freedom and gives people some very practical ways to overcome the fear and anxiety that so many people are struggling with. Yeah, no, it's awesome always just to have those sorts of resources when you're going through those situations and the tough times. Now, I know, speaking of tough times, the holiday season for a lot of people, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, those represent joyful times. But that's not the case for everyone, right? Well, 45% of people, when they were interviewed recently, said they actually dread the holiday season. Wow. It's like my friend who said he wishes he could jump from November 15 to January 2nd. Just take those six weeks out of the year and throw them away. Every year. And there's so many of us, I include myself in this one right now, where the holidays can be so difficult. And that's not just because they're like sick of Christmas music on the radio. Like that's... What's causing that for a lot of people? Well, think of my friend whose wife left him with their children on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Another friend of mine who was a single mother who was fired from her job on Christmas Eve. Another person who's very close to me grew up with an alcoholic father. Every year at the Christmas time, there was more drinking, more violence. Christmas ended up feeling fear and danger to her. I myself am dealing with some of this this year. This will be my first Christmas without my beloved husband, Al, who passed away a few months ago. I'm so sorry. Well, thank you. I have had to work very hard on my healing journey this year, but I'm one of those where the Christmas time brings up some very poignant memories and feelings and loss and expectations. There's something about the holiday season that I think opens some emotional doors, perhaps wounds for so many of us, that can be painful, but it can also open those wounds in a way to allow God to come in and bring a measure of healing that we might not have been open to at other times. I was going to say in such an emotionally charged season, it makes sense then that some of those emotions would be positive, but some of them would also be negative and would come on very strongly then. So going through that experience then, how, how do you deal with it? How do, how do you have God help you deal with it? You have to go there. 
And by that, I mean, don't ignore and try and cover over those feelings when they come. If there's anger or fear or, in my case, loss and grief, don't just put those feelings aside. You have to own them. But more importantly, own them in God's presence. I had to myself in my own healing journey, and I encourage you listening right now, take those feelings, whether it's loss or sadness or loneliness, bring them into God's presence, and then just let it all hang out. Cry, scream, beg, plead, whatever you need to do, but stay there long enough. Hold on to those feelings in God's presence and don't run away. Stay there long enough for him to bring a measure of healing. He wants to, but if you run away too quickly and just keep holding on to your feelings and leave, he doesn't have a chance. If you stay there long enough, you can then learn to let those feelings remain in God's presence and leave with a measure of his healing. Yeah, I know. I I used to struggle with, you know, keeping my feelings aside and not like dealing with them in a healthy way. Right. And I realized at a certain point that that's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater where like at a certain point that thing's going to pop up probably even more than it would have before. So in those moments, though, you you don't ever want to face those emotions. So how do you how do you go about convincing yourself that it's okay to feel those things? It's hard to. And like you said, the beach ball is going to come up again at some point. I'll tell you something that I did with my own healing journey this year. A few weeks ago, I recreated an anniversary trip my husband and I took a few years ago. I knew I needed to do that as part of my own healing journey. I went to the same beach that we walked on. I stayed in the same hotel. I ate in the same restaurant. And oh, God knows, I cried a lot a lot. I journaled a lot. I prayed a lot. But I stayed there in God's presence until I got to the point of gratitude. Intellectually, you and I know that we're to be grateful in all things, not necessarily for all things, but in all things. But I stayed with that pain in God's presence long enough to where it got beyond the intellectual. It got to the point where I could actually feel gratitude for the gift that was my husband's life, who he was to me, who he was to so many other people. And although we experience suffering at his loss, I can honestly be grateful for that gift and see how now I can carry that forward. God is already using that in ministry to others. That's how you go there. That's how you go to that place. You stay there long enough until you get to the gratitude or whatever measure of healing God wants. If your loss is big, if your grief is hard, some people who have been abused as a child, a marriage that's lost, grief like I have experienced, you may have to do that repeatedly. It may not be just a one-time thing. You may, have to, you may have to keep coming back into God's presence over and over. But I want to encourage you to do that, to go there with him, not to ignore your feelings. Sometimes we are taught to believe that our feelings are false. I don't agree with that. Our feelings are real. We need to own them as ours, but they are not the whole truth. They are true, but there is more truth beyond only our feelings. That's what you can get in God's presence. So don't discount your feelings. Believe them as a part of your truth, but then seek God for the rest of the truth. 
And on a similar note, I know I've had friends that when they've struggled with grief, they sometimes feel like they're not allowed to feel those negative emotions or they're not allowed to bring those up to God because God wants us to be joyful and God wants us to have a positive, upbeat attitude, or that's how they feel like the church has presented it. But from what you're describing, that's not the case at all. Think of the Bible. Think of all the times that David cried out and just let his pain, sometimes even his anger, out before God. That's what to do with those negative feelings. Look at Jesus. He wept. He knew that he would raise Lazarus from the dead with that famous verse in John when it says Jesus wept. But I believe that was him being with those who were grieving. He felt what we feel. If the gospel isn't big enough to touch those places where we hurt, then what good is it? That's what you do with those overwhelming negative emotions. You bring them into God's presence. His shoulders are big enough to carry them. That's the only place that truly you can deal with them. And are there ways during the holiday season as a whole, because you can't always, you can't always control the environment so well to be, sometimes people might say insensitive things or anything might set off your emotions at that point. Are there ways that you can prepare even just your mindset during the holiday season so that you can handle the emotions better? I encourage you to choose to do something different. If past holidays, past Christmases or whatever have been painful, you don't have to repeat that. Making a conscious choice to do something differently this year can be a great way to not repeat the same really painful times that you've had in the past. That's only one of the tips that I make available and some free resources to all our listeners here. And I'd invite you to take advantage. Again, it's absolutely free. DrCarolMinistries.com slash holiday. That's DrCarolMinistries.com slash holiday. And you can get these absolutely free resources that include a number of those very practical tips to make it through this holiday season. That's fantastic. I'll have to check that out myself. But thinking about your books then, too, if people want to get more tips from those as well, where can they find those? You can find out more on Charisma's website. Obviously, thank you for to uh, Charisma for publishing them and for having me here. You can also find out more on my website, drrcarolministries.com. They're available on Amazon, wherever books are sold as well. Great gift, potentially, this holiday Absolutely. season. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Nice. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today, Dr. Carroll. We really appreciate hearing your insights during this. And I'm sure that there are listeners out there who are going through the same things that you're going through this holiday season. Do you have a final encouragement for them? Take that before the Lord. I know that can feel difficult. He has healing available for you. You don't have to be afraid to bring those really tough things into his presence. And this holiday season may be exactly the time that God uses those tough things to bring you a new measure of healing. Would you mind praying us out today? Oh, thank you. I would love to. Dear Lord, I know right now that many are listening who are dreading this holiday season. Maybe they have lost a loved one like I have. Maybe there is some other overwhelmingly painful part of this holiday season that they don't know how to handle. I just invite you to bring your healing presence into their heart and mind and life right now. Let them be willing to open those painful places in their heart to your healing grace. 
You have that available for us, Jesus, and thank you for doing that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You've been listening to Dr. Carol Peters-Tanksley on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.